the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And welcome to the first episode of a full podcast in like a week of No Buts About It. I thought you were about to say, welcome to our first ever episode of No Buts About It. No, I was about to say, I think we're over 100 episodes. No, we're not over 100 yet. We're close, I think. We're we're in the 90s. But, yeah, no. So last week, my computer decided, like, it just doesn't want to... I don't know where I put the thing. There's an adapter I had to buy so that it'll read SD <laughs> cards. I'll find that eventually. Um, that's that's definitely something you should probably look for at some point. Oh, it's right here. So I had to buy. Ah. I contacted a guy I know who's good with technology, and he was like, "Go buy this." So I went and bought this, and it's nice. It also like fits like iPhone, so like I can have my in my cell phone. I don't have an iPhone, but it would fit an iPhone if I needed to. Um, anyway, I can read it SD card. It's kind of cool. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. I had that Josh happen. Poo. I had that I happen. Oh, you have one? Okay. Cool. Yeah, I, I, for, for photography. There you go. Week. There you go. So I had that happen. And then I went back home for a Cody Johnson concert, which was awesome, by the way. I ended up getting to meet him. I wasn't supposed to meet him. But uh, I got this cool hat, too. America. That's a cool story behind that. I, yeah. I will say that. Yeah, that definitely. Just, so, crazy. yeah, I was stuck in traffic for an hour, and I missed the first set, and I felt really bad, and I apologized to the guy when I did meet him. And then I was going to my seat, and this guy just walked up to me, and he was like, yo, you want Cody Johnson meet-and-greet tickets? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, here you go. And I got to go meet him. Um, so that was really neat. He's a lot shorter than I expected. And it's weird that some guy just came up to you and just didn't just. All right, I wonder if it was just like, like one of his reps or something. Or like I have no one idea. Of like the radio stations or something in your area, because I feel like it's just random that some dude just came up to you and was just like, "Do you want these?" And I, you're just like, "Yeah." I generally know those guys, but this guy, he said that him and his girlfriend didn't want to stand in line, which mm. I was in line for like ten minutes, so it was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, meetings don't take that long. Yeah, no. no matter like who you're meeting, like usually it doesn't take any more but than I, an hour unless you're doing like a public meet and greet, in which public meet and greets can take very very long. I thought, yeah, I thought so. Cody Johnson was gonna be like six foot five, six six, with his cowboy boots on. I turned around the corner and he was shorter than me. I I was like, wow, very surprising. Very nice guy though, very humble. I did, enjoyed the show. I enjoyed meeting him. 10 out of 10 recommend if Cody Johnson is coming to a town near you that you uh, go see him. And I also suggest that you try to meet him. Um, but 
This isn't a country music podcast. This is a football podcast. Right? Mr. Mullen? I guess. I mean, I mean, we could talk about country for the next 10 minutes if we wanted to. I mean, Morgan Wallen dropped an album, and Cody Johnson is uh, going on another tour in the fall as well as Hardy. Hardy is also going on a tour in the fall. But uh, we will keep it football for how many? Our how fans. many? I, I approved 12 Morgan Wallen songs. So I approved a third of the album so far. Okay. Which I'm sure you probably – I'm guessing that your favorite song on the album – is probably hold on i gotta i gotta remember what it's called because i i think it was your favorite um oh where the heck is it i will say all of the songs that i approved i mean he doesn't really care what i think but all the songs i approved they uh they're the ones that are not top 10 in streaming right now so yeah maybe do you your favorite song is "Ain't That Some." No, that's nah, definitely your favorite. No, nope. it may be the most auto-tuned song on the entire album, and I know how much you love auto-tune. No, uh, "Ain't Enough Cowboy in Me" by uh, Jason Aldean with all that auto-tune mm, gets me going. Um, no, uh, my favorite song is Keith Whitley because I like how he works the names of Keith Whitley's songs into it, and you probably don't even know who Keith Whitley is, so. Uh, whatever. I don't want. I, I, I don't even think we need to talk about that. My favorite song is "98 Braves." So. "98 Braves" is a good one too. Okay, yeah. That's let's my, let's start talking football. It's been five minutes since we've started. <laughs> hey, and, hey, you know what? It's kind of nice to have a personal connection with our listeners as well. So yes. you can't just uh, all be football. You got to make a personal connection. True. Me and Josh really like country music. That's true. Him, that Josh, fact. more than me because also Josh facts. makes fun of me because he'll be like uh, I'll say something and he'll be like you're stupid. Well, he yep. don't say that, but but you, it, point being All right, I, let's get on to football. Yeah, no. Um but <laughs> if you did listen to the Morgan Wallen album, comment your favorite song. See? We can yeah. work we can make I it kind of tie it back. Um big news today. Today was a big news day. Originally, we were going to just be like We'll catch up everything this week, and then today was huge, and I was like, nope, scrap it. Like Other people have covered that. We're going to cover what's happening today, what's happening now. And big news is we finally got an answer to one of our big questions this offseason, and that is who and – or basically who is going to be the New Orleans Saints quarterback, and where is Derek Carr going? Those were the questions. I don't know why I forgot the questions, but those were the questions. Now we know. Derek Carr – the former Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, who's been with the Raiders his entire career, is now signing with the New Orleans Saints. I saw it first from Adam Schefter. I don't know if somebody else reported it first, but Derek Carr to the Saints in a contract that I absolutely love because uh, the Saints are currently in cap hell. They are. I don't know if this is updated with his contract. I assume it's not. But they are negative, or they're twenty-four million dollars over the cap limit, which isn't mm-hmm. a good place to be. No. So, what is Derek Carr's contract look like? Derek Carr is getting a twenty-eight point five million dollars signing bonus, and that can be spread out across the entire length of the contract. He his base pay this year is one point five million fully guaranteed. Uh, his 2024 okay. base pay is $30 million fully guaranteed. And this is according to Jeff Howe on Twitter, by the way. 
Uh, his 2025 is 40 million guaranteed for injury at time of signing, including 10 million dollar for making the roster bonus, becoming fully guaranteed in 2024, and 30 million becoming fully guaranteed in 2025. 50 million base that's not guaranteed in 2026, and uh, so this contract can be worth up to 150 million dollars. If my math is correct, I believe that it is 100 million fully guaranteed though. So. Derek Carr, he got got some good money. Um, I think the only person in the world right now who might be upset about this contract is Daniel Jones. <clears throat> Maybe. Because Daniel Jones was wanting like 35 to 45 million fully guaranteed or something like yeah. that a year. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was something around and that, yeah. Everyone was just like, okay, buddy, go settle down. Like, that's not going to happen. And then there was rumors that, like, since he changed agencies, his former agency was spreading that rumor, and that wasn't true. But now it kind of seems like it is true. And I'm kind of freaking out as a Bengals fan because if you're paying Daniel Jones $45 million a year, then that means, like, Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts and those guys they're, and Justin Herbert, they're going to be wanting, like, 60 to $70 million a year. And that's, like, ridiculous. And you should be freaking out because if Kenny Pickett – pans out and he plays well he's gonna want that much too he's gonna want big yeah i mean right now it's one of those things where it's like i'm not as concerned about it right now just because it's a situation that he is a rookie and i don't really need to worry about it just yet because he still has at least three more years before Mm -hmm. i have to start panicking like you do like right now since joe burrow is coming up on contract you know getting re-signed and stuff like that i feel like it's something I don't have to worry about right now, but it's something I will have to worry about. But yes, I will worry about it when the time comes. But for now, you will have to deal with this. And then once the Bengals more than likely re-sign Joe Burrow, I really can't see why they wouldn't. Um, then you can sleep at night knowing that Joe Burrow will still be a Bengal. And then in four years when Joe Burrow is still a Bengal, I'll be trying to fall asleep at night, hoping that Kenny Pickett stays with the Steelers. If, if he pans out on the level that, Pittsburgh Steelers nation and the organization wants him to, but moving from that back to Derek Carr. Yes. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on this? Josh Butts? How do you feel about this? How do I feel about this? I think that this is a phenomenal contract since they're in cap hell, they're only paying him a 1.5 million fully guaranteed. And you might be saying like, if you're not familiar with the terminology and I had to, I had to Google it to make sure I was right. But the signing bonus, that's not like putting pen to paper and then they're just handing him, million. No, they're going to spread that out across his contract, I bet. I bet he gets most of that signing bonus near the end of this contract, and they are going to use this contract as kind of a way to be like, hey, like we've got our guy, we've got our quarterback, we're going to pay our other guys, we need to make some cuts because we're $24 million over the cap, which is a lot. That is like... They are second to last. The only team that's more in cap hell than them is the Buccaneers, who are $56 million. And I don't even know how you do that, especially when most of your team is free agents. But that's beyond the point. The Saints have got their guy. Uh, they're probably going to cut a few people, probably trade maybe. I don't know what's going to happen. But Derek Carr to the Saints. I like this contract. I think it's great. I didn't know this. Um, Dennis Allen, who is currently the coach of the New Orleans Saints, was the last, or at the time, the Oakland Raiders coach when they drafted Carr. But then Dennis Allen got fired after four games. So he's only coached with Carr 
for uh, four games in the previous offseason, his rookie offseason. So they're used to each other's style somewhat, which I think is important. I'm going to move the mic a little bit. And uh, another thing is Jameis is likely cut now. They're going to save money. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Jameis Winston was announced as cut last week, actually. Okay. Okay. I think that was one of the big news stories that we were going to cover last week. Next to, I think, Kenny Galladay getting cut, I think, was another one that got cut last week. There was multiple cuts that, that happened That was such last a week. stupid contract. The Galladay contract, man. I remember oh. when I wanted him on the Bengals, but... No. Yeah, that's ridiculous <laughs> that you even considered him on the Bengals. Well, he was great with the Lions. Yeah, but he's so injury prone that it's not even he, worth it. He was when he went to the Giants. He was. Yeah, well, he just could not. Don't stay pretend healthy. Kenny Galladay wasn't a guy on the Lions. He was a good player, but could not stay healthy, and I feel like that was his downfall. And um, to verify myself, a lot more. Oh, maybe it wasn't the Saints that released. Oh. No, it wasn't. Oh. It was the Falcons releasing Marcus Mariota. Yeah, and the Commanders uh, releasing Carson Wentz. And then Ron Rivera was like, Sam Howell isn't our starter. He's going to come into the season as the QB1, but he's not our starter. We want to get a veteran guy. And now, now my question was Taylor Heineke. But, you know, the, now Jameis is out there. Andy Dalton's out there. I'm pretty sure Derek Carr is the only one who's actually signed to the Saints. My other question with this is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams went to Las Vegas to play with Derek Carr, supposedly. Devontae Adams, in the offseason, he said, Derek Carr, he's my college roommate. We played college football together at uh, Fresno State. And we're gonna. he said, Derek Carr is going to be a Hall of Famer. That's what he said. He said, it's not a big deal going from one Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer. Obviously, didn't have a great season. So now Devontae Adams is in Las Vegas. Now here's my thought process, kind of, and I'm sure this is a lot of other people's thought process. There's one guy who's kind of been hanging out. He's been hanging out in his dark rooms, his dark houses, and he's saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, don't. And, don't bring, no, no. And I know it's keep going. He has shown that he's he's savvy on taxes he's savvy on politics he's a big political figure oh uh, yeah aaron Rodgers to las vegas it could happen maybe we think it's gonna uh, happen because Jer- i mean i know jared stidham's worked with josh mcdaniels josh mcdaniels thought that he was gonna get tom brady he didn't because brady retired get another veteran quarterback who's definitely a hall of famer in uh He's already played with your wide receiver one, Aaron Rodgers. I th- could that be happening? I I mean, maybe. I, I think it's stupid. I, and the only reason <laughs> I think it's stupid is just because it's just like, it's like one of those things where it's like when a player gets traded, like, for example, like Devontae Adams and stuff, mm-hmm. he goes to the Raiders to play with Derek Carr. And it's like, oh, a new fresh wide receiver in, in Las Vegas. I was about to say Oakland. In Las Vegas playing with Derek Carr, you know, a quarterback that has not shown a lot of skill yet, but maybe Devontae Adams will help him. And maybe over time they will be this dynamic duo. Just to let Derek Carr go and bring Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay, who was already playing with Devontae Adams, and now they're just going to be playing on a different team together. It's stupid to me. It's just literally the Tom Brady-Gronkowski situation minus all the Super Bowls that they had. 
So like literally it's stupid to me because I thought the Tampa Bay situation with like Tom Brady going there was like, okay, that's cool. But then Gronk comes out of retirement as, you know, big man Gronk and was like, I want another ring. I'm going to Tampa. And I'm like, come on, man. Like really? It's going to be, I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to be as similar of a situation like it was in Tampa Bay, but it's just giving me Tampa Bay flashbacks in a way. And I don't think the only difference is I don't think Vegas is going to win a, a Super Bowl from Aaron Rodgers going to, uh, but Vegas. That's if what he, if he does. That's what teams have been doing, though. They've been stacking teams, not caring about the the Buccaneers did it. Now their entire team is in free agency, and they're fifty six million dollars into cap hell. Then you've got the Rams, who did the exact same thing. They brought in everyone and their brother, including Odell Beckham Jr., um, Matthew Stafford. Yet they won a Super Bowl. Uh, the, the Chiefs didn't really do it because they were already kind of stacked, but they brought in Juju for a year, and now they're cutting well, they, a bunch. They, of- they couldn't afford a lot of the no, but they didn't need it. They had Patrick thing. Mahomes. I know, but like the reason that they brought in like Juju and stuff is because Juju was out the entire se- his last entire season with the Steelers. Like I think he only played like four games, and then we knew that we weren't going to re-sign him because we had like Deontay Johnson and some other guys coming in, so that were just going to overtake his spot anyway. But I think this, the reason the Chiefs signed like Juju and some of these wide receivers was just because they needed wide receivers. They couldn't – at the time, they didn't they didn't think that they could run with like a Sky Moore and stuff like that. But then you realize, oh, shoot, Sky Moore ain't that bad. And some of these other players that they had as wide receivers four and five actually produced pretty well and may have even produced better than like your Jujus and your Valdez Scantlings and whatnot They're... in Kansas City. And it makes you wonder if Patrick Mahomes can literally just play with a bunch of high school wide receivers and still win a Super Bowl. Well, I the, don't know. The Chiefs rookies stepped up. Isaiah Pacheco, the running back, stepped yes. up. And uh, Sky Moore was a rookie who stepped up. He's a guy you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I, I The thing is, is if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders, I think you need to win a Super Bowl if Josh McDaniels is going to keep his job. Because – the Raiders are one of the few teams that I think could reasonably get Aaron Rodgers and can also afford him because they have $48 million in cap space. Um, the other team, the other three teams with major cap are the bears. They've got Justin Fields, uh, Falcons. I don't, maybe he goes there. I doubt it though. Um, and I definitely doubt that they trade within the conference. I don't think they're going to send him to another NFC team. Giants. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's more likelier to send within a conference than within a division. So it's not like, right. you know, but like I know you said Chicago, but like. For sure, for know, sure. I, but the Raiders aren't in the conference. The Raiders are in the AFC too. So yeah, you yeah, get yeah, out yeah, of the I conference. Mean, yeah, I, thought, I, thought you meant, I thought you meant the Falcons. Like mm. with the Falcons. I was like, it's more likelier that they would trade within the conference than within a division. And I thought you meant with. Atlanta and I was like well they probably wouldn't trade with you know teams within their division at all but they would be able they would be more willing to trade with like Atlanta right than than, than Chicago any, than Chicago right. yes I but think... but when it comes to the Raiders yes that makes sense and Devontae's mm-hmm. that, already the, there yeah that was the point that I was making yes you've got so you've got Devontae Adams who's a hall of famer mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs Josh Jacobs who they're gonna resign um Hypothetically, Aaron Rodgers. Hypothetically, Aaron Rodgers. You've got uh, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. Mm. Um, Really solid dudes. You got Mad Max on the other side. Max Crosby. Yes, sir. Max Crosby. Yes, sir. Do you know why he has two X's in his name? 
Uh, not really. I don't really. I, so, I thought it was just how they, they spelled it when he, he was born. Yeah. I, he's M-A-X-X. And the reason is because when he was born, the doctor had to break his collarbone to get him out. That's how big he was as a child. Mm. So, so he's, he's double X. Double X max. Okay. Yeah. That's dude's a stud. Um, when you just call, you should have called him Maxwell, and then he could have been Max uh, XXL, and just get whatever. Oh yeah, he, but he's big boy, big boy. Aaron Rodgers on that team, I think if Josh McDaniel, I think you gotta you gotta do something. You gotta make it to an AFC Championship at least. Otherwise, Mr. I don't. Mr. Davis is gonna be like, "What am I paying you for, man?" I don't. The problem that I have is like. When teams have stacked their teams, the the two teams that we saw were with this was Tampa Bay and L.A. Like those were the two big teams that had did this. L.A. when they when they went out and signed everybody, a lot of the players that they were signing weren't like forty year old veterans. They, Matt Stafford is in like his mid thirties ish. I mean, I know that they signed some forty year old players, but Odell's in his twenties, like late twenties. I think he might be just now turning thirty, but at the time he was probably like twenty nine. I think it was maybe thirty. So they were signing older players that had issues but were still young enough to win matt stafford being in his mid-30s you know having all the potential in the world in detroit just letting it go to waste almost because they weren't building a team around him they were just getting players and then letting them go it was just a weird thing that was happening in detroit they're finally now starting to realize that they need a team to succeed in detroit however so with la that you know they had the matt stafford and everything like that then you go to tampa bay Whenever they made all their signings, they did a lot of veterans and whatnot. You know, you bring in Tom Brady, who's like 42 at the time of the signing. And then you you bring back Gronkowski and a lot of other really old – I don't want to call them bums because they weren't bums. They won Super Bowls and they were good enough to still play in the league. But they were bringing back all these random people, and that worked. But the thing was is Tom Brady had just – had been in a Super Bowl – before he had been signed in 2021, I think it would have been because in what 2020, he was still with the Patriot 2019, 2020, he was still with the Patriots 2020 going into 2021 Super Bowl. He played in that Super Bowl against Kansas City right. and then won. Okay, so I was trying to get that Newton back. Newton was the he starter had... in New England, mm -hmm. yeah. So and then back in 2018 he was playing the Eagles and then in 2019 he played the Rams, right? Golf was 20 or 2018. He, well, I don't know. He won a lot of either Super way, Bowls. either way <laughs> in the last, in the last couple of years, he had been to a Super Bowl. Right. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, he hasn't really, he has come up very close four years in a row mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the NFC championships. He's getting out but, of the NFC. He's tired of it. He's tired of NFC yeah, championships. But like, but but it's going to be even harder in the AFC because you still have Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati sitting at the top with all these random like Miami, like Miami, Jacksonville, and like whoever else you want to throw in there. You could throw in like a a potentially developed Pittsburgh Steelers, a potentially developed New England Patriots, a potentially developed all these other teams that have potential to potentially make it. Potentially developed Raiders. But, but either way, it's still going to be a competitive thing. It's not just like the NFC where everybody was just kind of expecting. You know, I, I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like a lot of people expected it to either be Philadelphia and San Francisco. And I don't, I don't know what you thought, but I thought it was going to be Philly and San Francisco. And then in the AFC championship, you kind of figured Kansas city was going to be in it. It was just who was Kansas city going to play. So I, I don't think it's fair to compare Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady. I do think it's fair to compare him to Matthew Stafford and Matthew Stafford had never been to a Super Bowl before he went to LA and he's only five years, four years younger than uh, Aaron Rodgers. So I'm not necessarily comparing Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady. I'm comparing the situations that they were right. in. Right. So Aaron Rodgers, like based on how this would go, bringing in Aaron Rodgers at 40 after Tom Tom Brady had come off multiple Super Bowl wins. Yes, 39. Matt Stafford was done. Yeah. What? He's 39. What did I say? 40? 40. Oh my bad, I, it's 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 really hard to like compare because like it, we don't really know as a hypothetical because like you could throw Aaron Rodgers into into Vegas and they may go nine and eight, like we really don't know because Green Bay really wasn't that star studded of a team. Granted, they didn't have the weapons that they did the year prior, but like they still weren't that star studded of a team. Was it a was it a quarterback problem or was it the weapons problem? Like you you don't really mm-hmm. you don't really know because we've seen wider we've seen quarterbacks that are like considered studs even or not even that good that have worked with what they have i mean like towards the end all of a sudden you have a a wide receiver popping off in detroit next thing you know detroit's making a push for playoffs and you have like these random wide receivers and all these other different teams that are like slowly making pushes for playoffs but my point was that whenever a team stacks you have to be careful and you have to hope that it works because like la happened with like a mid-30s quarterback and they did a lot of like veterans but also like a lot of younger veterans that were like in their like late 20s early 30s tampa bay did a lot of late 30s early 40s even and just stacked the team of just veterans as possible plus getting some younger guys in there too because their team was not that young i mean like you think about it but like a lot of those guys were like in their mid 30s like Mm -hmm. and most of them don't even play anymore so like but and then with la or las vegas i should say it's going to be a weird comparison because you can't like it's weird because you don't really know how Vegas would stack their team. You said they have a decent bit of cap space. Yeah, they have, let's see here. They have $48 million in cap space. So they could theoretically stack their team, but if they want to go more veteran route, or if they want to go more like semi veteran route, where it's like late twenties, early thirties and stuff like that, pick up like these random dudes that are getting cut. Like I think, um, uh, there was a linebacker that actually just got cut from the, the Vikings uh, not too long ago. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I think it was Kendricks. I think actually was who it was. Um, so maybe they pick up him. He was 31. So, I mean, like maybe just like like get like some like younger type veterans that are in like their early, early 30s. I mean, they could do a lot of theoreticals, but it's a matter of would it work? I don't know. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have won many uh, – divisions and have won many divisional games uh never winning that nfc championship um but i think that there could be potential there but i feel like i'm just rambling but more or less it's going to be a type of like wait and see more or less because both 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 teams did it very differently if vegas follows suit it's one of those things where it's like will it work a third time I don't know. Matt Stafford, it was like a dream team type thing. Tom Brady going to a different team with Gronkowski. He's a goat. Could Aaron Rodgers do it? 
I think he's a super, I think he is a super great quarterback all time going to be a future Hall of Famer, but I think him going to Vegas, I just don't know if that would work as much as some of these other ones. I just think it looks so good. The situation is just so, I mean, it's goofy. I don't like it. I I love it. I think it's a great situation because he is supposedly they're on bad terms with the Packers. He can go play with his buddy again. They've already got a – I mean, it could go the Russell Wilson route. It could easily go that way if <laughs> if for whatever reason the locker room doesn't like him. That could happen. Realistic. I see that. But if you're the Las – if you are the Las Vegas Raiders, I think that's a chance you take. And I think this is realistically one of the few places Aaron Rodgers is going to go. Um, you mentioned I – mean- I was going to say, I mean, at least luckily with this situation, isn't, is Aaron Rodgers up on contract? No. Or, oh, then never mind. It's, there's no luck. I don't, luck I don't situation. think so. No. Because then, then Vegas would have to make a trade. I think it's more of a question of cap and whether Aaron Rodgers wants to leave the Packers. Where are the Packers on this list? Are the Packers even on this list? Oh, yeah. They have 17 million in cap space, but they, it's, it's like their their team's so young, like yeah, that it's gonna take time. And they're gonna resign Alan Lazard still, assuming they resign him. But the reason I I just mentioned that was because with the Denver trade, they traded all of those picks to to uh, Seattle, and Seattle goes nine and eight. Denver goes four and thirteen or whatever they went. And next thing you know, Seattle is actually going to be decent. I mean, granted, they I, we don't know if Gino is, is Gino Smith going to stay. We don't do we know Presumably. officially if they're going to. Hey, so if Gino Smith Derek, stays, or, they might. Drew, good. Drew is still there too in Seattle. Drew. Drew Lock. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drew Lock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A threat, a threat on the field. Maybe sixty-eight overall, Madden seventeen legend. Or actually, probably not Madden seventeen. Probably more like nine twenty-three. But yeah, still, same point. What were you saying? You're saying something about teams and like. Oh yeah, you're talking. You're talking about building teams. We've uh, got some recent free agent additions that are pretty big. I mean, Chiefs are expected to release Orlando Brown Jr., who I would love. I believe he is a left tackle. You would love for him to go to the Bengals, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like you and every other Bengals fan would love uh-huh. Orlando Brown on the team. And, and uh, not the, I think you guys should worry about the elephant in the room, the elephants in the room, your players that are already on the Bengals. They're coming back. They're coming back. It's not, that's it doesn't like, matter. you got to sign them first before already, you think about already, Orlando Brown. Dude, Joe Burrow, $5 million a year, team-friendly deal. He's he's saying whatever, man. It's it's We're all – we got this figured out. Yeah, honestly, if I was if I was the GM for uh, Cincinnati, I would probably just say, you know what, Joe, we think you're a great guy, but we want your we want your just your amazingness with uh, all these other players. So we're just gonna sign you to a really low deal. Um, I'm gonna give you nine hundred fifty thousand dollars per year and uh, one million dollar <laughs> signing bonus for the next ten years. How about that? Apparently. And then Joe and Joe Burrow will take it. Yeah. Reports were saying that Joe and the like team were very close on their initial numbers. So apparently they were at least on the same page. So that's okay, great. Well, I mean, I, but that's good to know. But, so maybe um, they are on things. So maybe they're not too far off. And uh, Duke Tobin came out and he's like, we're not trading T Higgins. You guys can go get your own wide receiver. <laughs> 
So I'm feeling pretty confident those guys are going to be back. Are you guys uh, going to let go of T. Boyd, though? Boyd? At some point? Because he, he's he's still on contract for a little bit. Till 2026, I think. Which then, by that yeah. point, he would have been in the league for a decade. So it, it kind of, that's like. Yeah, I guess at that point. you like, how are you? How are you doing? You can't, yeah. Um, that's fine, that's fine. Frank Clark is also potentially being released by the Chiefs, who's another. Yeah, he. I think he'd be great for the Bengals, too, honestly. No, I think I, him no, and Odell no, Beckham no, and no, Joe Mixon no, should no. go back to the Bengals. And, no, yeah. Joe Mixon. <laughs> I think he would be a great sign. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about Joe Mixon yet. I think he might have the largest contract on the team currently. Uh, Frank, I do like Joe Mixon. I'm not going to say that. Okay, (laughs) moving on. I'm not going to say that on tape because that will come back to bite me. Um, I like him as a player. I'll say that. Um, Frank Clark, he could be. Someone the Raiders maybe go after to help uh, Max Crosby, Mad Max. Another big one, Titans expected to release Bud Dupree. You know about Bud Dupree. He played for the Steelers. Yes. Um, he was very – He it was weird because, like, he didn't do a whole lot until, like, his last two seasons with the Steelers. And his final season with the Steelers, uh, him and TJ Watt were just forces to be reckoned with. And, unfortunately, Bud Dupree – was too expensive and we had some other bigger problems to be signing. And that would have been at the time TJ Watt and we weren't going to be able to keep both of them, but Bud Dupree was a very good asset for the Steelers at the time. We do not have anybody that has really filled what he was in his intensity for that season. Do I want him back? I I just think that he might be a little too injury prone. So I guess it would be up in the air. I wouldn't mind if the Steelers signed him but also i would kind of like to see maybe potentially other players and see what they could also do in the draft because i feel like the steelers could do a lot more damage in the draft rather than go after some free agents which we're kind of tight on space anyway just you guys can trade us uh future Bengals legend tj watt (laughs) we can trade you if i say it enough we can trade you future Bengals legend Mitchell Trubitsky. No. The future backup quarterback legend for the Bengals. No, we got Brandon Allen. We're good. Um, we'll, the, give you, this... uh, we'll give you Mitch. Or, or <laughs> oh, what's that other dude's name that, that we're probably going to cut that I can't think of his name right now? Mason Rudolph? No, no, it's not a quarterback. It's 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 not Miles Jack. It's the other guy that I can't think of his name right now because he's, he's he was yeah, – we signed him. Oh, Devin Bush. That's who it was. Oh. I could not think – yeah, we'll give you – Bengals legend Devin Bush. Like your third string run isn't he like a running back? No, he's a he's a linebacker. We signed we drafted him eight like eighth overall in the 2018 or 2019 draft. We traded up for him and he's been <laughs> such a bust. Everyone's like, oh, there's Najee Harris is the biggest bust. Bro, freaking he is the biggest bust. The, Najee Harris we're is good, fine. We're good on the line on the line backers. No, side. I think you I think you no, could really good. use him. Yeah. yeah. I mean we would give you a fifth round pick and he's all yours. We have so much linebacker depth it's ridiculous. Um the big big story if this happens this might beat the Aaron Rodgers story if this goes through. Derrick Henry might be up for trade. What would you take for Derrick Henry? Last season and this is coming off of an ACL tear last season or two seasons mm-hmm. ago in 2021 when he only played eight games. 
which, mind you, he only played eight games and still almost got 1,000 yards. He had 937. The last season he had, he played 16 games, 1,538 yards, 13 touchdowns rushing. So, uh, dude's a, he's basically a linebacker playing running back. I mean, he just charges yeah. right at you. He's a monster. Um, I mean, that, the running back shelf, it kind of runs out quickly. He's a 2016 rookie. But I'm trying to see because, like, in San Francisco, they traded for Christian McCaffrey with Carolina. And Christian McCaffrey, it looks like he it was in exchange for their second, third, and fourth round draft picks in next year's 2023 draft, in addition to a fifth round pick from 2024. Yeah, so this year's draft. Because this was next year's 2023 draft, even though this article was from January 29th, 2023. So I guess it was updated. So meaning this article, whenever the trade happened, was sometime in mid, like, yeah, late 2022. So if Christian McCaffrey got a second, third, fourth, and a fifth round pick, I feel like Derrick Henry would probably get a little bit more than that just because he's typically more healthy than Christian McCaffrey has been in his last couple of seasons. It's a very similar situation with Christian McCaffrey as I feel with Saquon Barkley. I feel like Saquon Barkley, when he's healthy, he is a dog. And Christian McCaffrey is also a dog. But I noticed in my personal opinion, I was picking up uh, what I cannot think of his name, but I was picking up the dang back uh, backup for Carolina more often than trying to get Christian McCaffrey in trade on fantasy football because I knew that at some point he was going to get hurt. So I would pick up the backup for Carolina. A lot of other times when Dalvin cook would get hurt, I would pick up uh, uh, Matheson. I would pick him up so that I would have him on my bench so that, Oh yeah. When Dalvin cook gets hurt, at least I'll have him that is going to get me 16 points. And, and like, it's one of those things where it's like, I think Derek Henry has stayed consistent enough that like, even in his eight games before his ACL tear, he he almost – if he would have played the entire season, he was on pace to get almost 2,000 yards. I mean, 900 yards in eight games. You know, if you if you do another 900, that's almost 1,800. And let's say he has some booming games where he gets maybe even 200 yards rushing. You know, you could be easily over 2,000 yards. So I feel like you could get a little bit more for him. I don't think it's going to be something crazy, but I do think that maybe a first round pick could be dangled in there, but it would be really hard to do because Derrick Henry is getting up there a little bit in age. I mean, he's not super old, but running backs don't last as long as certain other player positions. So it would be interesting, but I, I wouldn't give up any more than one first round pick. I mean, I would not give two or three or anything ridiculous like that. I feel like the Christian McCaffrey trade, I feel like Carolina kind of got snubbed a little bit. I feel like Christian McCaffrey still they still could have gotten something a little bit more and than I love second that trade. Third, I thought pick. I thought that was a genius trade by the 49ers. Oh, the 49ers. Oh, they they I think they freaking finessed the crap out of Carolina. I mean, I think it was just because it's a second, third, fourth pick this year and then a fifth round pick next year and it just adds so much to the Carolina or not Carolina, the San Francisco offense. Because San Francisco has a good offense. Like they have decent wide receivers and they have George Kittle. All they needed was just a solid running back. And I mean, granted, they had like decent running backs, but they just needed that little push. And all they needed was a Christian McCaffrey. Well, and uh, I, I think that they could be a dangerous team next year. The really big, really big thing about that trade, and I think something similar could happen with Derrick Henry, is the reason Christian McCaffrey kept getting hurt was because he was the team. He was 
getting the ball on like in some capacity, he had the ball on like 98% of the snaps. He was pat or he was running the ball or he was receiving the ball. Sometimes he was passing the ball. Um, and they did a little bit of that over in San Francisco as well, but they did it less. He had the ball less because they had their Debo. They had uh, Eli Mitchell when he came back. They had these other guys that they could get the ball to. And it helped take some of that pressure off of pressure. Christian McCaffrey's body. And so he's less likely to get hurt. Derrick Henry, as he gets older in Tennessee, he they get rid of A.J. Brown, which I thought was stupid for the Titans. Because you got Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Sure, you've got these younger guys that you can replace, but that's your entire passing game right there at that point. And yeah. it kind of proved to be true because the Titans sucked this year. Yeah, they they, they well, just gave up the throne and handed it to Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah they're just kind of like, here you go. But uh, but going off of what you were saying, it kind of also reminds me of Saquon Barkley a little bit because for a while when Saquon was getting hurt so much, he was like the only key part of the team because Daniel Jones wasn't doing anything. And then eventually this year, they actually kind of had a team. I don't even know how the heck they were that good, to be completely honest. I still don't know because like – Brian Dable walked in with a cigar and a Ford F-150, and he said, let's get to work, boys. We're going to start, and we're going to watch every single episode of Yellowstone. And we're going to let that inspire you. And, and somehow they still and managed to do well with Darius Slayton and so many other random wide receivers that I hadn't heard of until this year. So very – well, not even like just hadn't heard of, just people that were not as relevant as in years prior. But, yes, I think uh, it's just with Tennessee, I mean, I feel like I don't know what Tennessee would get for him. That would be beneficial for them, I mean, other than picks, because I think draft picks would be the only thing to help Tennessee at this point. But they traded Derrick Henry away. I think – I don't know what team necessarily could use him that would really need him. I think I think Atlanta, if they have the cap space, might be somebody that could be considered because I think they were running with Cordell Patterson for a while, and he's up in his, like, early 30s. So maybe they could benefit from, a, like, a, a Derrick – Derek Henry or I mean even the Saints really I mean they have Alvin Kamara but Alvin Kamara he's I don't know what the heck's going on in, with see, Alvin Kamara see, right that's now. the thing Alvin Kamara what's going on with Alvin Kamara big question so we don't really know what could go on with that but if Derek Carr goes to the Saints you have some other weapons you move Derek Henry over to the Saints that could be really good do you get a fantasy notification I didn't get I didn't get a fantasy notification I got a JPA football notification Says, I'm just going to read the caption. Retired quarterback Philip Rivers contacted the Dolphins and 49ers about coming out of retirement late in the 2022 season via the Rich Eisen show. Both teams were thin at quarterback, and Rivers offered up his services. 49ers would end up obviously sticking with Brock Purdy. Purdy, who led them on a nice run to the NFC Championship before getting injured. That could have been a thing. Yeah, because I well, my thing was my my thing was an ESPN notification I got at the same time that you did, but mine was Eric Moody breaks down Derek Carr signing with the Saints and what it means for him and skill position players for ESPN Fantasy Football in the fall. So and Al- that's gonna be a while. We got March Madness to deal with. First, Alan Lazard but. could potentially be going to the Ravens or the Chiefs if the Packers don't re-sign him. Cortland Sutton might be quietly shop or the Broncos might be quietly shopping wide receiver Cortland Sutton. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of moves happening right now i mean free free agency happens what next next week next next wednesday i think yeah i think it opens up next week um that's gonna be freaking crazy chosen chosen anderson got cut it was likely to get cut by the cardinals um he and center rodney um, hudson i wonder what joe thinks about that i was just about to say that i wonder what joe thinks about i I was literally just about to say that i wonder if he's put out a video about that yet um, if you don't know who Chosen Anderson is, he is Robbie Anderson, who then changed his name to Robbie, but I.E. So, welcome to the YouTube channel. Now he's for... Chosen. That is my, I don't know if that came through on your end, but I opened up YouTube and it started playing the trailer for our channel. So, go check out our channel and then you can see what that video was. Um. Anyway, no, yeah, now he's ch- legally changed his name to Chosen. And now the Cardinals have chosen to cut him. And uh, also, what is it? Has Joe put out a video about it yet? Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like Joe's put out a video in three days. So I don't know wow. what he thinks about this. Um, but Chosen Anderson has not is not on the team. Looks like Jonathan Gannon. And this is from Ian Rappaport, so this is almost 100% true. And then center Rodney Hudson is also on the move. I don't know a lot about him from the Cardinals. So lots of lots of big moves coming. Philip Rivers may be coming out of retirement. Are you, you, you I'm trying to selfie? see what no, I was trying to see if there's something in my teeth. You know they have I had chicken fajita. You know we're recording. I had them. chicken fajita. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I hope okay. that everybody at home sees me. I'm okay. checking my teeth to make sure I got nothing in my teeth. Chicken fajita roll up. But, but I'm listening. Yeah. Trust me, I'm listening. No, I'm just I'm wanted listening. to make sure you knew that we were taking video. Philip Rivers. Yeah, and I, hey, we're live and always live. I'm cool with whatever happens. As long as I'm not picking my nose and eating it, and one, I don't do that. Well, I hope you don't do that. Um, one more name. Gross. One that more name maybe in the quarterback gross. carousel, though, is uh, Philip Rivers. I doubt it for sure. I mean, I, I think he was just doing that to just be of assistance for Miami and San Francisco. I don't think he necessarily was like, oh, this might be my sign to come out of retirement. Uh, the homie is so – up there in age that I don't think it would make sense for him to do that. Plus they, plus both teams didn't even really give that an option. They just were like, Oh, thanks. But we're going to run with key and him. I wonder, I wonder if during that NFC championship game, if John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, when they were put, had to put Brock Purdy back in, they're like, yeah, I wish we would have signed that guy. You know? Cause like, imagine like, can you imagine the fan reaction when Philip Rivers just comes trotting out onto the field in a 49ers jersey, going on to beat the Eagles, and he makes it to a Super Bowl in that manner? That'd be insane. That'd be wild. Yeah, Philip, Philip, Philip Rivers gets his Super Bowl ring because he just decides to sign with the San Francisco 49ers to help. As a he backup. never gets a Super Bowl. Yeah, as a backup. <laughs> just what a, that would actually be. That'd actually be a really funny story. That'd be but. a great story. Um, I'm sure it happened in another timeline probably. in another universe. Other big story, Tony Pollard was tagged. Calvin Ridley, who was banned for sports gambling last season, has been reinstated to play with the Jaguars, giving Trevor Lawrence another weapon. And Ooh, big. Then uh, this one is huge, this story, because – Is it really that huge, or are you just hyping I'm, it up? I'm going to hype is it, it up. It, okay, is it as exciting as uh, – just go ahead. It is – I mean, it's going to answer a lot of questions. It's up there with the Derek Carr story. It's up there with 
Aaron Rodgers, 75% likely to go to the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm calling I'm calling it. If he does not go, this is a no buts about it moment. If Aaron Rodgers does not go and stay with the Packers, he's going to Las Vegas. No buts about it. I just did that. Okay. <laughs> now, Lamar. And I've got another one for you before you go into Lamar. Okay. Antonio Brown has officially retired, and there is no buts about it. Knowing him, he'll come out. He would be the one. He would be the He'd one be the to, type sign, of dude. to sign up as a backup and then just, like, come out and make get, like, one two-yard pass and then flip off everyone and leave the stadium in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That would and be then, Antonio Brown. And then, and then he would, like – get a speaker and start playing putting off the palace and he yeah he'd come <laughs> he'd complain that he didn't get a ring or something after doing that yeah but, even though like whatever but yeah go about lamar so lamar i mean how's mine, lamar doing mine was facts i mean antonio brown did retire but uh I, that didn't really seem like a hot take aaron Rodgers to the Rams no anymore. i mean there is no buts about it I there mean, is no there buts is no ands if or buts there is no buts about it i'm being more legit yours is Yours is more of like a more or less like a theory that is probably more than likely. I, I agree with more more or less. Like I, I think that's probably the entire first half of the video disagrees with you agreeing with it. But anyway, uh, Lamar Jackson, who is with the Ravens, who are potentially getting Alan Lazard for some reason, who Eric DaCosta, their GM, got up there and blamed the wide receivers for them not playing well. He said they. He didn't say they suck, but he basically said they suck. Rashad Bateman got mad on Twitter about it. Lamar Jackson, that Ozzie Newsome said this um, on Bernie Kosar's show, said he's going to get the franchise tag if we don't reach a deal tomorrow by 4 p.m. That's what Alan Lazard? No, 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 no. Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, bro, he's not going to play. Lamar Jackson getting franchise tag. So. That's what they're going to do now. Also, the first part of the video had nothing to do with me saying that Aaron Rodgers was going to go somewhere else. It was just me saying I did not agree with him staying. I think, but I think I think he will stay with one of those two teams. Well, just, when you clip out the videos, you can go back and listen, and you'll see that you were wrong. I was wrong. You were wrong. About what? About that you did say you didn't think Aaron Rodgers would go to the Ravens. I don't, but I like. I don't think. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure that he would, but I'm not a fan of it. I don't think I necessarily. I mean, I'll have to go back and check, but I don't necessarily remember myself saying he's not going to go to the Raiders. I just said that I don't think that it could work. You said it's stupid. Yeah, I, I, I did think. It, I think it's stupid. I mean, I, I think most of the things that happen are stupid. When Russell Wilson got traded, I thought it was stupid. But it wasn't like – at that point, like, it was like, oh, yeah, Russell Wilson being traded. I'm like, Seattle, that's stupid to do. And guess what? They traded him anyway. And it's like, ah, well, <laughs> look at Denver. I mean, Seattle benefited from it. But go ahead. What, what was your what was your next thing? I just wanted to elaborate because it was it was bothering my head. It was cooking in my head as you were talking about the uh, franchise tags. Because okay. you were going to say something else. Yeah. So um, Lamar could possibly get a non-exclusive tag. And it's very likely that he will get the non-exclusive franchise tag. And what that means is that Lamar can shop around for other teams. And if a team makes Lamar an offer, which would definitely happen, then the Ravens can match it. If they choose not to, then the Ravens would get two first rounders in place of him. Mm -hmm. 
which, depending how you look at it, a lot of people are saying that would be a steal. Two first-rounders for Lamar is a steal. Um, Falcons could maybe give that up. Not a great team, but, you know, you got Lamar, Kyle Pitts. We've been over this. You got Lamar, Kyle Pitts, Algeyer, or Al. I'm going to learn to say his name one day. But you've got they've got and some they, talent. And they just cut Marcus Mariota. So. They cut Mariota. Um, how confident are you in Desmond Ritter? That could be a place that they decide to go is Lamar. Um, they've got the cap space. Two first-rounders, maybe they are on the side that they think that's a steal for Lamar Jackson. We're going to take that. Would you take that? Would you give up two first-rounders for Lamar Jackson? I wouldn't. In, in Atlanta or in what team? Like any, what, any team. Like if you were, just if, any team? If you I, it would really depend. I mean, like, if you're in a situation where your team just all they need is just a quarterback, two first-round picks might not be the worst thing in the world. I mean, it was kind of like what happened in, in L.A. I mean, I feel like they gave up the quarterbacks, and then they did a bunch of other – it wasn't just a quarterback swap. They, they threw draft picks in there too, like Los Angeles – or Los Angeles uh, Rams. They did a lot of, um, like, things over there with a lot of, tr- like – pick trading so that they could benefit from a quarterback the problem is though is like lamar jackson isn't a russell wilson so obviously if you were to trade lamar jackson he would make a splash for whatever team he would go to however two first round picks it really depends because there's some teams that really need those first round picks such as you know i feel like atlanta yes needs a a, like needs a quarterback but i think they would benefit from some other key players that they could get in first rounds than just trying to get Lamar Jackson and then forfeiting two first round picks over the next two years and just having to have to focus on free agency and second to seventh round picks and even more trading, which might give them more picks. So I I think it really depends. I personally wouldn't unless it felt right. And the only thing we needed as a team was a quarterback, which is possible. There are a lot of teams that just, I feel like could just need one little tweak of a player and a quarterback, and I, I, I just it, – it'll really depend on after free agency who I think should be willing to do that. But okay. in my opinion, I, I just don't – I don't think it's worth that much. Maybe a first and a second, but That's I wouldn't do it. Two first-rounders is – they don't really have a choice. It's just automatically. Just how – yeah, that's, the, that's how it is. Yeah, I know. But – wow. That'd be big. Because then, I don't even know who the Ra- the Ravens would end up having to sign like some, like Taylor Heineke or Andy Dalton or someone. That'd be huge, Andy Dalton to the Ravens. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. Because I don't think Can you that- could. You imagine that though? Andy Dalton comes back to the AFC North, and then beats you guys on some random no. game at the end of the season no. just just for fun. No, I think it'd just be funny. No, it won't, it won't happen. It would be I'm funny gonna- though. You you yeah. can't tell me it wouldn't yeah. be funny. It, it would be like Ryan. It would be like that, that whatever his name was. Go go ahead. It shush me, Max Talbot. No. It, it just won't happen. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, they would have to pick up somebody or draft somebody. They're too, yeah. I don't think they made the playoffs, so I think they're too deep. Like They're not going to get Bryce Young. They're not going to get C.J. Stroud. Anthony Richardson is climbing because um, he had a but, combine. But depending on the first-round picks they get. True. It, like, it could benefit, like, depending on, like, if it was, like, Atlanta or New Orleans or – well, it wouldn't be New Orleans, but, like, Atlanta or some of these other teams, 
their draft pick might be like in the 15th and they might be able to get, they might even be able to trade up a little bit for like Stroud or something like that. It wouldn't be Bryce Young. Actually, we don't really know who's going to go first overall. They, they said that that other guy that got arrested, uh, that where you made a video on it. In our oh, Jalen Carter. Yeah, yeah Jalen Carter. They said he could have been a potential first overall pick. So we really don't know who's going further. Yeah, overall. that's true. There's a, the Lamar legacy lives to fight another day. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to the Las Vegas Raiders. That's happening. I'm sure of it. That's all. Um, I'm going to go into my little rant now, if that's okay. You're probably going to get up and walk away. You don't need to. Your little rant or your little spiel? My little spiel. That's what you call it, my little spiel. Uh, Go ahead, yeah. Uh, Thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butts Show. That's two S's in there and two T's. Our social media pages are No Butts underscore show on Instagram and No Butts Show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore 2001. And if you'd like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2. That's the number two at uh, gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop will be in the description of the YouTube video, and I'll try to make sure I put it in the Spotify and Apple Podcast description as well. I believe I forgot to do that the last couple of times. So make sure you check out the merch. And once again, if you enjoyed today's show, like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, go do something nice for someone.